I, I, I was intending on researching the chemtrails, mm. but then I saw that The Avengers has made its way to Netflix. Really? Yeah, and I thought, oh, I'll watch it for half an hour and then I'll do some research. It <laughs> ended up being more than half an hour. And I looked at the time and I said, oh, fuck, I should start researching. And that's when I texted you, I just, I need about half an hour. You've got no dedication to this podcast. Not when it's your episode. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> but you picked chemtrails, oh, and you said yeah. yourself it was boring. And, the, and the, the first paragraph I read about it, I was just like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. To be, to yeah, yeah I, did, I did pick, like, holograms and... Again, which the was boring. <laughs> yeah, the reptilians one was good. Holograms, not so much. Yeah, and remember, I'm the ratings gold, remember? I've been all, in all the good ones. <laughs> That's the only chance I'm ever going to get to say that. It has nothing to do with the fact that you had the better episodes, as in you had the better topics. You didn't come up with Alyssa Lamb. That was a Chris, episode, Chris topic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you can't give him much credit. He's barely in this anymore. It's because he got sent to prison. And guess what he's doing in prison right now? What? He's watching Con Air. Con Air? Con Air. What's that? Don't you? Oh, yeah, because you don't watch popular movies. No, I don't. It was a movie from the 90s. Nicholas Cage, he was the lead character. Uh, he got arrested for his wife's murder, I think, or something like that. Yeah. And got sent to prison. And what happened is that they were transporting him and some other prisoners via plane. And then the yeah. prisoners took over. So, con oh. air. Oh, I get it, I get it. You get it. Yeah, it's very clever of them. Yeah. yeah. I, I, remember, them. I remember when I, first, I was first watching it with my brother, and I asked him what it was about. All he said mm. was con air. He just said con air. I was a child. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> like, like, the same thing happened when we were first watching Ransom together, you know, the Mel Gibson movie. I don't really watch Mel Gibson films. So. Yeah, no one does anymore. But what happened <laughs> was that his kid was kidnapped and held for ransom. Wow. And again, I was a child. Didn't know what ransom meant. Did, so, did he blame it on the Jews? No, he, uh, not in the movie. He doesn't do it in the movies <laughs> in, apart from Passion of Christ. Yeah. But... Every time I asked my brother what Ransom was about, all he'd say was Ransom, Ransom, Ransom. So, yeah. Your brother sounds really helpful. Yeah, he is. He is very helpful. Yeah. Well, he gave me, my, uh, gave me a laptop charger when mine broke, so... Um, yeah. Yeah. You can't be too critical. No, you can't be too critical, because I needed that laptop charger, because I wasn't going to be next to an yeah. Apple store for weeks. <laughs> and I, I was so close to tears. And it was like oh. seven in the evening, and I was about to go back to my house, and it just broke. It snapped. The wire snapped, and I was like, "Fuck!" Oh, that shit. That so is fuck. Yeah, I, the... I had to. I had to buy the new like USB cable because mine started to break. Yeah, I'm lucky. I have. Well, I had two. I gave one to Yulia. Yeah. And I've got. I still got my other one. My old one. And I've got two for my iPhone as well. So. Yeah. It's bloody expensive though. They're like fifteen quid. They are. What? They really are, and I don't know why. It's, it's just a bit of wire and... <laughs> I know. <laughs> and they don't even stretch that far. They're really short. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But the way the laptop's always placed, it always has to bend as well. That's it why does, it which breaks. is why... It, yeah, which is why it always breaks off. And the plastic they wrap around it is really flimsy. Yeah. So, so, what's, so what's really annoying about Apple is, like, the computer, that's really good. That's great. That's no, brilliant. no, no, the newer ones, they but, get shitter and shitter. Do they? Yeah. I think the newer ones, they just, if you if it's broken, it's broken. They can't really fix it. Whereas right. we, me and you, we've got the older ones. So yeah. if something does break, it's repairable. Yeah. But the newer and newer, as goes for electronics in general, the newer they are, the worse they are, the worse quality. Like yeah. phones back in the 90s and early noughties, noughties. Um, yeah. They were really good. And now, they are actually, and now you're lucky if it lasts a year. Like, my yeah. iPhone, I hated getting an iPhone, but I had to have the upgrade because my old phone was shit as well. And it yeah. was breaking. I hated having to get an iPhone, but that's, like, the only option. All they do is smartphones, which are all equally terrible. But that yeah. that iPhone lasted five months. Not even five, five months, months, I don't Jesus. think. I had to get it replaced. Yeah. And I'm lucky that happened in my, um, you know, the Apple guarantee thing. But yeah. it's terrible. It shouldn't be breaking after five months. And I didn't even do anything with it. Apparently, it was a system fault. It happens sometimes. That was my explanation. And I was like, so it's yeah. not even my fault. So if it oh. happens again, because I'm out, because I'm out of the guarantee now, the one year guarantee. If that happens again, yeah. I'm fucked. Fuck Apple. Okay, you're shit. Fuck Windows. That. You're <laughs> shit. Nokia, yeah. please come back to us. 
and buy yourself out of windows somehow. I don't know how you're going to do that, but Nokia, you were perfect as you were. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably start talking about something. Oh, what, 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 oh yeah, what, what, because you picked such a shit topic. It's your week. I was trying to find something a bit more cheerful. From the chemtrails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that turned out to be uh, really exciting. So glad I got distracted with the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the first paragraph, yeah, after the first paragraph, I'm like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. That was I, five I, minutes before we're starting to recording. I was like, I don't want to do this. I started reading an article and it went on forever and I was like, oh, well, I can't be bothered to get to the end of this. <laughs> so we're doing another disappearance. Yeah, yeah, really cheerful one, this one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like it features depression and communism and capitalism and consumerism. Yeah, it's, it's all the things that Tarmin loves. Mm. It's better than the alternative, though. What's that? <laughs> well, first of all, chemtrails. The second one, we did ha- actually have a listener suggestion this week. Did you? Well, sort of. It's by someone we know. Well, actually, yeah. I don't think you've met him. Uh, he's Beardy yeah. Ben. He's one of Chris's friends. I've met him a couple of times. Oh, no. I've and never he, met him. Yeah, and he suggested we do a, um uplifting, you know, talk on ISIS. So, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I laughed and then I was like, I don't think we're going to do that. <laughs> I think you'd generally be arrested if we yeah. did. Yeah, a light-hearted, uplifting talk on ISIS. Yeah. It's like, probably should, probably let's steer away from that. Yeah. But, yeah, we get arrested for that, but then all the other shit we've said in, yeah. this, in this podcast, <laughs> the political, politically incorrect ones, us discussing yeah. how we'd murder people and, and hide their bodies... Yeah. You being obsessed with Jimmy Savile. I... What? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, that was, that was, it was just high-pitched noises. <laughs> that, 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 that slander, that is. I'm not... That slander. As the people have listened, they know that it, it was, that was all you two. It was you and Chris <laughs> that did that. Mm. I stayed well clear. Yeah, if I you say wish so. to talk about it. Hopefully that clears that up. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we we have to do intro music at some point. Oh, we're, we're we're quite far in already, but we have to do intro music at some point. Do you want me to shout it? I don't know. Do you want to do it or shall I do it? I don't know. It's up to you. I don't know. It's a mighty predicament we find ourselves in. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, who you're just going to int- wait forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Who does the intro <laughs> music this week? <laughs> Uh, it's your turn. <laughs> is it? Did you yeah, do last no. ones? No. Oh. Then how is it my turn? <laughs> I don't know. It's just your turn. Okay. Intro <laughs> I trailed off like a zombie. Did you like that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> yeah. If people saw me and then heard that noise come out of my mouth, <laughs> how freaked out would they be? <laughs> yeah. They'd run a mile. I think people are just freaked out by anything that comes out of my mouth because I look like baby-faced and innocent. Yeah. Well, I suppose you do. I look... I didn't say I was. I said I looked. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, innocence. You know, that's not what I describe. No, I said I look. Yeah. But I'm really not. Like once you get to know me, uh, to passing acquaintances, I'm fine actually. Yeah. Because they can't see the real me. Because then they'll know. They'll know the truth. They'll <laughs> <laughs> know about the bodies. They'll <laughs> know about the bodies that hide in my garden in the shed. <laughs> Oh, you know, one thing that I realised, our anniversary episode is on the 25th of May. Is it? Yeah. Your birthday? Yeah. Did we do the first one on your birthday? That's when the first one went up, yeah. Because I think we we were neglecting actually uploading it. And then on my birthday, I think I was out during the day and I got home and I logged on and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it now. So I just uploaded it. And now that is our anniversary. (laughs) I didn't realise that we... (laughs) Yeah. So, I think for our anniversary episode, we should do great things that happened on the 25th of May. Yeah, Me I mean, being born could I be... Think, I think I know which one's more important. Me being born? No. <laughs> the anniversary of the podcast, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Matt? Yeah? The podcast exists because I was born. Because who, who holds all the accounts? Not that necessarily. <laughs> who holds all I the mean, accounts? 
It could exist without you. <laughs> Who holds all the accounts and whose bank that, account just, is linked to this? That's just a mere technicality. That, really. <laughs> you guys don't even know the logins you and passwords. You could have been anyone. You could have been anyone. You guys don't even know the login details and the password. You could have been... If Bob. I died, this podcast dies with me because I'm the one that has all the information to get in and the only one that edits. Someone else could, you know, could easily do that. Really? Matt, okay. You and Chris (laughs) took a combined total of six months to edit the Loch Ness Monster episode, and you guys didn't do it. I did it in one night. Yeah. It took me two hours. That's that's a point. I'll give you that, but (laughs) still. (laughs) Chris, Matt, I'm sorry. When I told you to cut out the dead air of the Loch Ness episode... In mm. the full uncut version of the Loch Ness episode, you took all our individual tracks, two separate tracks, you cut out all the dead air. That? Yeah, you cut out all the dead air of the two individual tracks rather than the one that was mixed and ready to go. That was Chris's fault. How's that Chris's fault? <laughs> <laughs> it's just his. <laughs> if you say so. Anyway, shit. Okay, so because Matt failed completely with picking the topic and Although, Ben, we love your suggestion, but we're not going to do that. (laughs) We're not going to do ISIS. I have had to take the reins again, once again, and we're going to be discussing... Reins, yes. And we're going to be discussing the disappearance of Richie Edwards. Not a relation, I'm I'm pretty sure Matt's family probably had something to do with this as well. Because they have something to do with everything, don't they? Um, He he was not my my parents, my elder son. (laughs) (laughs) Who disappeared... Yeah. After you were born, <laughs> the, the one, a few the, years yeah. after you were born, yeah, the one that was born like nearly over twenty year, odd years before I was. But born. you have older parents, so it's feasible. Before they were married, in fact. Actually. Oh my god, people have children before they're married. They didn't even know each other at this point. Now, how do I you? Know? Add, you weren't there. I do know the story of how they got yeah, together. Yeah, you weren't there. Parents lie to their children all the time. That is been confirmed by other people. Like uncles and aunts. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure. You're pretty sure that something happened yeah. when you weren't alive. Uh, what happened to you only believing something when you saw it, Matt? I never said that. Yeah, you did. Like all the ghost one episodes that we do, or the legend episodes that we do, it always ends with you saying, I didn't see it, so it doesn't exist. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. My, you see, my parents could be dead. I mean, could, uh, couldn't be, could not be dead then, by that point. That's true. They could still yeah, they be alive. They could be out there. They could be out there with Richie somewhere. Yeah, they ran off with Richie, in, in their favourite son. Yeah, <laughs> the Edwards family, you know, happy. Well, uh, and have <laughs> another daughter called Rachel, apparently, because Richie had a sister called yeah, Rachel. Yeah, yeah. My parents got around, didn't they? <laughs> they did, didn't they? <laughs> no, this is part of your dad's second family. Remember, we discussed that. Oh, yeah, my <laughs> second family. Yeah, your dad's second oh. family. So it didn't have to be with your mum. Someone yeah. else, child. Uh, he, he was actually, he did actually, uh, he was engaged to be married to someone before <gasps> my mum. How salacious. I know. It's Jesus. like your parents had life before you were born. I know. They're that, not allowed not to do thought. that, are they? No, no. Yeah, my parents... It's freaky. My parents didn't have really have lives before we were born. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I mean, they're, 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 our parents' lives were worthless until we came along. And, and no, but I genuinely mean they didn't really have lives before we were born because they were really young when they got married and had kids. So they didn't have lives yeah, before we were born. <laughs> so I was actually being honest. <laughs> what, so you, and they don't have lives afterwards. <laughs> and they just kind of made children. Yeah, well, that's what they did. They were Bengali yeah. and they married young. That's what they do. Yeah. They get married young and have children. It's only now that you can wait without people. Actually, no, people still, yeah. yeah. Like, we should do a whole episode on, yeah, the Bengali community in England (laughs) and how they gossip. Yeah. I don't think I'm well-liked, and uh, to be honest, they've got a fair point, but I don't want to be well-liked because I don't want anyone suggesting I marry their son. Yeah, I, I can understand that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the disappearance of Richie Edwards. Yeah, get ready for a, a real good laugh here. <laughs> it's going to be so depressing. We're talking about yeah. a guy with clinical depression. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a guy who slit his arm. He used to hurt. Yeah, he used to self harm a lot. But should we talk about why people would know of him first yeah, before we get into well. who he is? Yeah. Okay, so... Should I, I, should I do it? Oh, yeah, because you're a fan, aren't you? Yeah. Well, kind of, I, I, I don't mind music, so... So you know I, nothing I'm about not, them? 
I'm not, I'm not like a super fan. I'm not, I, I know the general gist of, of them. I don't think anyone is really a super fan of them anymore. I don't know. They've still, they've got fans, but super fans. I don't know. They're, they're actually probably bigger now than they were. Well, I don't know. Just because you're more famous doesn't mean that your fans are more dedicated. I think they, they were at the time when he was around. They oh, yeah, no, I think that was the high point fans. of the success was when he was around. We're, I say there, we've not actually mentioned who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Richie Edwards, he was he was part of um, a band called the Manic Street Preachers, which I don't know what, how, how exactly you describe them. Um, they started off as like a punk band, yeah, and of. then they became a rock band, and then at some point they were grunge, and then they went back to being rock. I yeah. think that's how they described. So basically, they don't have a genre; they just go with the flow and whatever trends are going on at that moment in time. Because I think after Richie disappeared, they lost their way yeah. anyway. Well, not really. They're still quite big. No, they're big, but they lost their point. I don't know about that. Mm, I, I. Everyone can have this differing appearances, yeah. opinions on it. But anyway, yeah, yeah go on, carry on talking about Manic Street Features. Yeah. Anyway, they were, they were like uh, quite a big band in like the early nineties. Uh, kind of like um, they're quite like left wing as well. Yeah, they're a band of the people. They were anyway. I don't they, know if they are now. Certainly, like the well, they've still got kind of. That I, side I haven't. To it. I haven't actually listened to a lot of them. You stuff like the last song that i know of theirs is you know the your love alone is not enough not enough not enough but with the cardigans yeah that's like the last one that i'm aware of i don't really pay attention to any music so I mean, yeah yeah i kind of i kind of know a little bit about them but not a huge mm. amount they're from wales like the mining community was there and so there's quite a um well-defined working class kind of identity there they try and particularly in the early years, I think they put that into the kind of music as well. Yeah. So that was kind of part of like the lyrics for politics was a part of it, but there was also like alienation and stuff like that. Yeah. So a lot of the topics and, in their songs were like youth of their day, capitalism yeah. and consumerism and common economy and finance because they had a song with bank about banks, right, or something like that. Yeah. Or the name of the song had some banks in it, or something like that. I don't. I'm not quite sure. One of them. Yeah, and so it's generally like about boredom as well, because they came from a place called Blackwood in Wales. And as like, um, while I think they probably love the place, it's like whenever you're kind of young, you tend to find the place you live quite boring. I yeah. Think. Do you feel that the way though? Because Leicester, I'm sure you love it because you live there, but. Wouldn't it get really boring, like, all the time? I, I think particularly where they come from, I think, as well, it's it's more kind of like a village almost. Well, it's a town. It's like a small town, I think. It can be quite isolated there, I think. Mm. Just a bit... Like you know Leicester. I mean. Well, Leicester's a city, so it's, it's But got... you said that it takes you forever to go to anywhere because of buses. Yes, because buses are useless. When the, when the buses work all right, you can get anywhere reasonably quickly. Okay, then. Fair enough. It's just the buses don't work half the time, so... I mean, obviously, less is not as exciting as London. Oh, I know that. But it's all right. I mean, my, where my sister lives is worse. Where does she live? Um, she lives at a place near, like, Mansfield. It's like a... Well, I don't even... I like how you a, say near Mansfield, like I know where that is. Well, what you have to know about Mansfield is it's worse than Leicester. I mean, it's, a t- it's a town, and there's literally fuck all uh, there... Basic. There's like a few shops and that's it. Oh, okay. It's and it's meant to be a relatively important place there. It's it's yeah. It's just that kind of area is just rubbish. Yeah. And you just really you realise like what you've got in Leicester is actually quite. It's quite good comparatively. Okay, I shouldn't, set like you, I shouldn't really... have set you off. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, the Manic that. Street Peach Preachers, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they 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 formed in. 1986. <laughs> they met at a comprehensive school. Yeah. So isn't that like a private school? No, comprehensive is what we all went to. Oh, so a state school? Yeah, it's a state school. Okay. What do they call the private schools then? Independence? Pub- public. P- 
public oh, schools. Okay, public and, schools. Um, which is really I odd. never understood because public that's what's confusing yeah. me because public schools wouldn't that mean the public goes there? Oh, that's, that's what gets me. It's always confused me. And then comprehensive is a fancy name, so I just assumed that yeah. that was a posh school. So I always got confused between the two. It's odd that I don't get. Yeah, I don't understand that. So, anyway. So, yeah, they, they come from, like, um, I suppose it's to be celebrated. They come from, like, compared to, like, Coldplay and that, like, that kind of shit. Oh, yeah. They come from, they come from like, a relatively humble background. And, we've, well, we've, have we gone, off, gone on about the uh, working class stuff enough yet? I think we have, because I've been trying to move away from it by saying mm. they formed in 1986. But you kept yeah. going on about them being working yeah. class. Well, let's go to Richie Edwards then. And um, he joined the band. He wasn't, he wasn't actually an original member. Really. No, he joined after they'd actually released their first single, so in yeah. 1988. And originally, he was their roadie, and he did their artwork. Yeah, but he'd go on to kind of, I think, um, while he was there, it was only a short period. I think was he there for like one album or something, or maybe? No, I think no. he was there for two. Too. And they released other albums after that that featured his music, as in his lyrics. Oh, I think it was with three albums. Was it three? No, yeah. I think one of them was released in 1997, so I think that was posthumous. No, um, there's uh, Generation Terrorist. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, Gold Against the Soul and The Holy Bible. Ah, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. all he said. Yeah, that was um, while he was I, alive, and then yeah. some stuff came afterwards. Yeah, and the one in 96 was after he died. I and then the one in 2009, clearly after he died. Yeah, that was his, just his lyrics, though. Yeah. Right, that's what I read. Yeah, no, no, mo- yeah, it was his lyrics. He, he's quite an intelligent guy, actually. Yeah, but what I found funny about this, apparently he wasn't actually that much of a musician. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he was more like the lyrics were the big side for him. Yeah. I think. But at least he did that, because you've got musicians nowadays that can't be, can't, aren't musicians or do lyrics. Yeah. You've got Britney who, like, mimes and dances her way around the stage to lyrics that she doesn't even sing <laughs> or write. So at least he's got some talent. At least she gets a good exercise, though. I mean, that's got to be something. Mm, she gets good exercise because her family have her drugged up. Yeah. <laughs> Someone doesn't just get over being insane, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hey, but... keep keep it light, Tarman. <laughs> so basically, this is Cheerful the episode podcast. where we 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 bitch about musicians. Yeah. Well, you're I wasn't gonna... bitching about Britney. All I'm saying is she's insane, and that's true. You're gonna have to put a smiley face next to this one, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, but yeah, he kind of he had like his interests, kind of um, it's like literature. Actually, all of them were kind of quite inspired by literature, like they. Um, but I feel like songwriting and beca- being a musician is sort of like literature. You're writing a story in words and music. Yeah, I mean, that's what they kind of say, like, some, like, great, like, l- lyricists or, like, songwriters like um, Bob Dylan and Leonard Cohen. Yeah. People debate whether it's poetry or not, but, like, some people really think is, it I is. I feel so like kind of... good music, not just all yeah. music. Because, like, Call Me Maybe and shit, that's not, that's not poetry. I feel like good music is poetry. Yeah. Because it has rhythm, it has rhyme, which is one of the signifiers of poetry, and tells a complete story. So I think arts, it's very easy to be in one section of the arts industry and be influenced by all the others. I think, I think people look down on, like, kind of pop music and stuff like that, though, and say... Depends it on the music, because like yeah. I'm not like come on. We both know music now, especially nowadays, is awful. Yeah. Like most mainstream, what well, mainstream music, the one that's overplayed and produced to death, and there's no originality in it, and there's nothing behind the voice or the lyrics yeah. or anything like that. It's shit. But then yeah. you have the odd musician that is actually very good. Yeah, like Michael Bublé. Like Michael Bublé. Yeah, I love Michael Bublé. <laughs> Even though he, I, he actually he has done a little bit of songwriting. No, he does do songwriting, like he's like not, um yeah the main because he does a lot of covers, but the main ones that he's singles that he's released that have been popular, he wrote like he wrote home, he wrote haven't met you yet, and they're his, I think they're his biggest releases, right? His biggest original songs, yeah, that weren't covers, yeah. So I think yeah, he does write songs. I think he probably has help writing them, but he does yeah. write them. So yeah, even Michael Bublé. <laughs> I was actually thinking more lines of, along the lines of Ed Sheeran because he's amazing and I love him. 
and ginger. Uh, but th- he is an problem, artist. It's not a problem, though. It's not a problem. Yeah. But he's ginger. <laughs> the thing is, I fell in love with Ed Sheeran before I'd even seen him. Because I started listening to his music yeah. really late. In, yeah. Well, after, a while after he came out, because again, like, like listeners hadn't noticed, I don't pay attention to music, so I hadn't heard him straight away. I don't listen to the radio or anything like that, so I heard yeah. him a lot later. So I started listening to his music, and I really, really, yeah. really liked it. And then I saw him, and I'm just like looking at the picture and like listening to the song. I'm just like, really? Yeah. Really? Uh, <laughs> and then I'm just like, I'm totally okay with this right now. <laughs> yeah, I just like people say that modern music shit and stuff like that, but. I think it's just where you look. If you're yeah. going to look in the obvious place, like the charts, and yeah, obviously you can find shit music there. If you search around a bit, you'll find good music. It's yeah, like no, films it's just, as well. It's just the most mainstream ones. Yeah. It genuinely is mainstream music as shit. I, I, I want to say not all of it, but it seems like all the mainstream music and all the stuff in the charts is shit. Yeah. I mean, I, there's no reason for them being there. There's no point. Yeah. It might, maybe they can play that music in a club and people can yeah. dance to it. But other than that, there is no point. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to sit there listening to the music because it has deep and meaningful yeah. lyrics or the guitar solos are amazing or yeah. the music played in it. So the instrumentals are br- brilliant. It's Yeah. But it's not going to be quality music. It's just yeah. popular music. Yeah. I see, I still don't get a pass over like, people like Adele and... Sounds I sense. think she's got a really, though... really good voice. She has a really, really good voice. Her lyrics are really, really depressing. Yeah. So I think for Adele, I think she is like the voice of every girl that's ever had her heart broken. Yeah. I think that's why she is so popular. And yeah, her voice is unique. Yeah. And she's working class. Yeah. So she's identifiable. She's not a pampered princess that's had everything handed to her. She's yeah. worked for everything she's done as well. Yeah, so I, she's, I still she's, listen to it though. I'm not moved by it that much. I, it's not like I have her albums or anything. I like I yeah. like the singles and stuff because I've heard them. Yeah. But I don't go gaga over her either. So, but I understand yeah. the appeal of her, whereas I don't yeah. understand the appeal of. Um, I wouldn't know because I don't pay attention to the charts or oh, to the radio. The one I hate. Um, well, I don't, the Grande Girl. The Grande Girl. People think she's amazing because she could do that thing with her voice. She has no control over it. <laughs> like seriously, I've heard that song that she did with Jessie J. She has no control over her own voice. It, she could <laughs> be good, but she's not. Just because she could do that doesn't mean she's good. She yeah. can't. She doesn't know how to use it. She's just doing it for the sake of doing it. Anyone can go. Ah. <laughs> she just ha- but she just goes on and on and it's just yeah. like why are you doing this you have to have a point mm. the, the song that I hate at the moment that they keep playing all the time is the new James Bond theme oh is that the oh. Sam Smith song yeah, it's all- yeah I haven't heard they it keep playing it like, no like- I, I heard it's awful but I haven't heard it yeah I don't at least I don't think I've heard it again I'm probably the wrong person to be doing this talk, yeah. this this episode, aren't I? I know nothing yeah. about music. I do know the Manic Street Preachers, though. Yeah. God, we, we are going to have to get back to them at some yeah. point. <laughs> that was my segue. Yeah. <laughs> After ranting about music. <laughs> this That was an episode... That's that's a topic for another day, but I think the moment we do that topic, we're not going to talk mm. about that. Yeah. Um... And like um, like a lot of musicians, actually, or lyricists, like he's kind of inspired by um, a poet called Arthur Rimbaud. Rimbaud? Rimbaud. I, I think thought you were going to say rim job, and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so are you, like, even more, like, clothing with quotes of his on, like, that? Because people like Patti Smith and the kind of greats are all, are all inspired by him. Mm. Like, he was a big influence on, like, the 60s musicians and all those kind of great ones. And, like, in general, he's just inspired by the poets and Dostoevsky and Camus and people like that. Yeah. So he sort of... He was driving the artistic direction of the band. Yeah. But his drive was short-lived, if you hadn't realised, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so the Manic Street Preachers, they still exist. They're around today. But yeah. there's a possibility that Richie Edwards is not... Because in 1995, so in the band's sort of heyday, that's when they were emerging. Mm. They emerged in the... I think they started to become popular in 1992. Yeah. 1990, yeah, 1992, I think that's where the fir- they released their first album, Generation Terrorists. Yeah. 
Yeah. So he was only around in three for three years of their success. And then they sort of changed up their music a bit. There was a massive departure, I think, wasn't there? What? <laughs> they Their music changed. They didn't have a point. They didn't have a focus. Um, they lost a lot of fans, I read. Yeah. I don't know. They're still quite popular. No, they're popular. So, it's just, it's not as it was. Yeah, maybe. Because after I, that yeah. first album, they had like a massive fan base and they were rabid. They came, became like a cult mm. band. Yeah. They were like the One Direction of rock, I guess. I think that's a bit harsh. <laughs> one Direction of rock. Not One Direction. Uh, yeah, but they actually Fan-wise. had quality and they actually the lyrics. Fan-wise. Still, like, no, no, I'm not having that. <laughs> the one direction. It's offensive to you. Again, I know nothing about popular music. That is the one band I know. <laughs> and do you want to know why I know it? Fuck you, Lana. Fuck you. Oh, That's God. why I know who One Direction are. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But they had like a massive rabid fan base when they had released their first album. Mm. And then. I think after they lost Richie Edwards, I think it sort of... Their music changed because they didn't have... He was the main drive behind it. He was the one that wrote all the political uh, political lyrics. So when they lost that, their phone, fans became polarised. I mean, sure, they still had fans. It's just they lost I, quite I, a few. Or... See, I, 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 I disagree because the, like, the first album that they did without him still had like the political stuff and stuff like that. And that wasn't written by by him either. So mm. I, I don't I, know. I, I, I don't know. I was about three or four at this point, yeah. so I don't actually remember. This is what I've read, well, and that's what I interpret. Re- Obviously, I didn't remember it. <laughs> yeah. do I? This is what I've read, and that's what I interpret <laughs> from there. Is that they had after the, after he died, or mm. along in further albums, the music changed and. It, it was polarizing by polarized by the. How many times have I said polarizing? <laughs> yeah. Some fans didn't like it. Some fans did. Yeah, I, 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 it's not. I don't think it needs to be really important. But what I'd say is, any band that you know, exists for a certain amount of time is going to change over time. That's true. And that's just what happens. And that's but why. Could you imagine how much this band changed if their main lyricist disappeared? Yeah. For, so they would have changed a fair bit, wouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, like, they kind of in a way, they existed before and after him, so... Mm, I guess. So, I think you, some people can, like, I Yeah, think they existed, but they weren't successful. Influence. I don't know what the music was like before he came about. Mm. And they didn't exist that long with, uh, without him. I mean, before he joined, not afterwards, obviously, they're still around. Yeah. But they, they formed in 1986, and he joined in 1988. Yeah. That's only two years. Yeah. It's a short existed. amount of time, and he knew them beforehand. Yeah. He was their roadie. He did their artwork for them. Again, he did have some sort of artistic input in their band. Yeah, so I mean, obviously he was there and on the sidelines. But obviously mm. they felt strongly enough to invite him to be a part of the band, even though he wasn't really that much yeah. of a musician. So I think yeah. he did influence them even before he joined the, joined the band. Yeah. I, I wouldn't deny that he was like a very kind of defining part of that time in the band. Do you, really, do you think they would have been this successful without him? Oh, it's a hard one. He's I, their main songwriter, and he wrote 80% of, um, what was it, The Holy yeah. Bible. He wrote a lot of the music that made them successful. Yeah. So I don't think, if they didn't have him, I don't think they would be successful, or as successful mm. as they are now. Yeah, I, I, I think the problem is it's, it's the early years of the band, so you can, you can never really tell. No, but they're the formative, most formative years. That's where they find their sound. It's Not like always, a person's so. childhood yeah. mold, molds them for life. Yeah. So the beginnings of anything mould you for life, mold, or yeah. mould something for life. Yeah. But anyway, I think I think possibly we should actually get on to, <laughs> yeah, it's to, 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 the, to the point of this podcast. We were talking no about musicians that didn't have a point. How ironic is that? <laughs> yeah. We were talking about music that didn't have a point. Yeah. Anyway, so as we've mentioned about 50 fucking times, <laughs> he was only part of the band for a short while because... On the 1st of February, 1995, he disappeared. He did. He did. He disappeared. Yeah. That was just me turning my page. (laughs) So at the time, at the the actual date, the 1st of Feb, he was actually supposed to be going off to the US to do some promo work. Yeah. And he didn't show. 
So he'd actually, I, I think about, was it about 7 o'clock, 7 a.m.? Or sometime in the early hours of the morning, he drove from London yeah. to Cardiff. He was apparently spotted at some point around a passport office in Newport. That was that was a few days afterwards, though. I think. Oh, I think I think that was on the yeah. S- I, that was the seventh, I think. Oh yeah, there's there's one because um, the taxi driver. You gonna say? Yeah, because okay. he, he he was he was meant to be because um, he'd gone to a hotel at some point, hadn't he, with uh, one of the band members. That was it. Before While he was still in London, yeah. that, that was when they were still in London. He drove from that hotel to Cardiff. A point I was going to make was the band member had gone down to, to kind of see if he was there and found he'd all just disappeared. Yeah, because he left in the early hours of the morning. So they must have been so, planning to leave yeah. later. So that's the last time you've seen by like a band member or anything well, like that. Well, he wasn't seen, but that was the last time. Well, that yeah, was the first last... time it was in, his disappearance was noted. Yeah. So after that, he did drive from London to Cardiff, and no one spotted him until about the 7th of February, where he was actually given a taxi ride. Oh, one thing that we forgot to say, probably quite relevant. In the couple of weeks leading up to his disappearance, he'd withdrawn a total of £2,800 out of his bank account, which could be deemed suspicious. Probably shouldn't have mentioned that before. But, yeah. yeah. As I was saying, mm. on the 7th of February, so a few days after he disappeared, he did get a taxi ride. I don't know if it's a taxi driver that came out and said it. He must have done. Yeah, he did in a, in a documentary, him? yeah. Yeah, so the taxi That's driver, he, taken, he took him to go see his old home or where he grew up. Oh, I, I would point, this is supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. But then again, we've spoken about documentaries before. Yeah. And how we people say stuff or find evidence to support their theory or become, yeah. or make a narrative storyline that they find, think is appealing. So, reportedly took him to go see his childhood home and there was a £68 fare. I don't know why that's relevant. I don't know why that was written down, but it is. Well, it's it's reasonably a lot of money. It is. So he must have taken him a fair... Well, it must have taken him around a bit. From the documentary I was watching, he he went to, like, two or three other places as well Mm. that were kind of important to him or something like that. So, yeah, he could be going to see these places for the last time because he's going away or, you know, something more sinister is about to occur. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. On the 17th of February, so 17 days after he's disappeared, his Vauxhall Cavalier... Cavalier? Cavalier? Cavalier. Cavalier, that's it. Cavalier was abandoned at Seven View Service Station. So I think that's like just a petrol station, isn't it? Well, like service station kind of thing. You know, a service station. It, it's um, you know like motorway services, so you have. Um, oh, so they have be, like a cafe and pet- stuff. Yeah, stuff like that. Okay, then. I don't thing. travel a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and usually, when I travel a fair distance, I take a train. Oh, it's a the whole new world for you, Tommy. No, but <laughs> I take a train because it's further distance and it's quicker to get on the train. Isn't yeah, it? well, you don't have a car, so. That's yeah, that's also very true. That's also very true. But even if I had yeah. a car, I would not be driving to Paris. Probably yeah. still take a train. Yeah, true. Because at some point, I'm going to need to pee. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> no problem. That's what service stations are for, though, if you are in a car. Because service stations have toilets. Yeah, but trains are quicker. And well, get to the that toilet. way, I can. No, no, but that way, I can avoid. <laughs> avoid the toilet. Yeah, I, I don't know about trains being quicker in this country, though, sometimes. Oh, I don't <laughs> mean the southwest trains. Yeah. But then, although the train to Waterloo from my station is fairly quick. Yeah. Um, I have no complaints about that. And yeah. frequent. Anyway. It's important to mention that this service station is in quite close oh, proximity to, to the Seven it. Bridge. Well, I'm getting there first. Cause... All right, so the Seven Bridge is a suicide bridge. But I think all bridges are suicide bridges. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah, you it seems I like mean, all bridges are suicide bridges yeah i mean most bridges there's the potential for someone to jump off yeah and most bridges someone's jumped off like Even suicide bridges are everywhere. <laughs> i was i went to um college near a suicide bridge i filmed something on there i yeah. filmed someone committing suicide you filmed someone committing well suicide. not not actual suicide it was part of a film project so they were pretending to it was acting oh but yeah. it was it was it was a funny night 
because there were spikes. Funny, on, on, no, no, no. There were spikes yeah. on the um, actual bridge, so yeah. she had to step off, and then she didn't realise the person that was jumping off. She didn't realise, so the spike went through her foot, and we had to go to A and E. Really, we got seen really quickly as well on a Friday night. We got seen ridiculously quickly. We signed in, sat down, and he called her in. Generally, she had to go to A and E. Yeah. Why would I lie about ah. this? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, because she had to check if she'd had her tetanus and shit as well and patch her up because a spike went through her foot. What an idiot. <laughs> yeah, we're not friends <laughs> anymore. Foot through a spike. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> suicide bridge. So, yeah, the implication is that he could possibly have jumped off the bridge. Yeah. We, considering, like, um, his... His reported like mental. Oh yeah, we didn't state. even mention that he went to the Priory Clinic. Yeah, and he the went fact to the Priory Clinic about. It wasn't even that long before he jumped. Yeah. It was the year before. Yeah, and the fact that he had like history of depression. And... Yeah, and he used to self harm a lot. Like he yeah. put cigarette butts out on his hand, and and I tell you that must be excruciating because once I had a bit of ash that was still on fire. You know the um, little yeah. cherry things that pop off. That whenever that hits my arm, that kills. Yeah. So actually, someone putting a cigarette out on my hand I'd probably cry like a little girl so yeah, yeah. and he'd even carve things into yeah you've mentioned it before I think he yeah. carved things into his hands this is in, in an interview with someone as well when someone uh, was questioning his artistic yeah. integrity yeah he, he decided to carve in his hand for real yeah that it was... seems a bit too try hard for me to be honest yeah it, it seems like harsh to say it sometimes but it just seemed a bit attention seeking yeah I don't like to say that sometimes but it, yeah. it with it's that's what it looks like to me. So the issue with the suicide theory is people that actually knew him said that he'd never do it. He himself in an interview said that he would mm. he's a weak person, that he would never be weak enough to commit suicide. You can take that with a grain of salt because of his mental issues. Yeah. There's a lot of people who'd say that kind of thing, but deep down Yeah, deep know. down you're not gonna say, Oh yeah, I think about killing myself every day in a in interview, are you? Mm. At that time of his life, that might have been true, but later on... Yeah, because pe- people, people that have depression, they're not always depressed. They have yeah. bouts of it. Like, sometimes they have good days, sometimes they have incredibly bad days. Who knows, yeah. this might have been a good day. Yeah. And the day that he allegedly, possibly, quite possibly have jumped off the bridge could have been his worst day. Yeah. But, and, but, he, but Anyway, yeah, we keep... Uh, go, yeah. you go. I was going to say, he, he did seem to kind of struggle a little bit with the fame. That's what I was going to bring up. I would totally understand him committing suicide because he had the mental issues anyway. That and a lot of his songs were about consumerism and capitalism and everything like that. But he himself was becoming a product. He is becoming something that he's been working to fight against. And isn't that the most depressing thing in the world? Realising you sold out. He already had his demons and now he's realised he's his own enemy. I I was going to make a point kind of relating a bit to like fan worship kind of podcast we did but you kind of get like this like intense following these kind of people yeah and the problem with that is that they tend to define you rather than you define them so that they you kind of become their property almost they'll take what you say and stuff like that and follow it but in a way they start to kind of they have that image of you they tend to create that rather than you create it yeah, and I think... That's what I think. Yeah. I think back when, in his heyday, people did idolise him. Yeah. Because he was outspoken. He spoke about the issues in his life. He spoke about the issues of the world. So yeah. people idolised him. Yeah. He, he's, he was very honest. Um, but also, the way I think he did it as well was... Uh, someone said he was, like, very humble. He did, he wasn't, like, always attention-seeking. Like, when he... Like when he cut his arm, he could do it with like. Yeah, but I think he had bout again. He had bouts of that. Even as a child, yeah. I think he said himself that he was incredibly attention seeking. Yeah. Like he would dress up in extravagant clothing or something like that. But in general, I think people related to him because he actually talked about these things. People like that about him. I think. Yeah, people do like honesty. Yeah. I know I know this is going to be shocking to anyone in the ent- entertainment industry because they think that we just like the perfect person to be, yeah, that we just like people being perfect and not having any flaws whatsoever and having the perfect life, the perfect wife, whoever. Mm. But the truth is, the general public aren't perfect. 
Yeah. And we look for people that are like us, someone that we can relate yeah. to, someone that is a flawed human being. I mean, he's, he's very flawed. Yeah. So PR companies take note. Yeah. We don't give a shit about who's dating who and how yeah. they make, like, Barbie and Ken look like, I don't know, a really shit couple, I guess. But, yeah, we don't care. The more real the person, the more people are into them. Yeah. Like, if you think about all the celebrities that have, like, fans everywhere, or, like, the most rabid fan base, aren't they the ones that seem, at least seem, it could all be an act, we don't know, that at least seem humble and down-to-earth? Yeah, I think so. I mean... Because they seem like the everyman type figure. Yeah. Hmm. It, it's it's strange one, because, like, you get some, like, rock stars. They, like... I meant, like, modern-day celebrities. I don't mean some people that have been around since the 80s, because, of course, they're going to have rabid fans hmm. that have been around since the 80s. They accumulate more and more fans as the years go on. Yeah, but I was thinking, like, in terms of, like, troubled people. Oh, troubled ones. I, I feel like some of them, they do, like, the drink and drugs just for part, because that's part of the fame and stuff like that. And that just kind of defines them in a way. They Where do the is... drinking drugs because no one says no to them. It's not just about the fame, it's just that it's being offered yeah. freely, so it's just there. Yeah. It's like it's like when someone puts a bowl of Doritos in front of you and you know you're on a diet or you know it's bad for you so you can't eat it or you had a packet of crisps yesterday. You're going to eat it because it's there? Yeah. It's the same thing, but with illegal substances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're just saying cocaine's like crisps. Yeah, pretty much. They're both addictive. Mm, I mean, one's a bit more dangerous. Yeah. I'd say Doritos because it kills you slower. (laughs) God, if you get one of those stuck, that's got to be painful. (laughs) If you swallow one whole... No, I've never swallowed one whole. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying you had, but I'm saying if you did, that's that's not a good way to go. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. But you would look complete... I mean, how how, um, rebellious would that be? Dying from choking on a Dorito. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah. I understand why he'd commit suicide. Basically, that's what I'm saying because he became mm. all the things that he didn't like about the world. I just wanted to mention one other thing as well. He he was big fan of a singer called Ian Curtis, who um, was a member of the band Joy Division, and he committed suicide in I think it's the early 80s or something like that Mm. and the reason why um, everyone who knew him said the reason why he committed suicide was because he'd got the fame he'd achieved that and that's all he really wanted so he didn't really want anything after that he didn't like want the money or stuff like that and Mm. so he'd kind of it felt like he'd achieved what he'd wanted so he didn't have any other reason to live so Uh, that's that's like a lot of musicians really that's probably why they become self-destructive yeah my point about um, like this Ian Curtis it wasn't that he necessarily couldn't handle the fame it was more that he just he got the fame and it didn't really satisfy him yeah because it's not always what you think it is because you think it's oh I'm going to be doing something I love for the rest of my life Mm. and people are going to adore me but everything that comes with it because I don't think when Richie joined the band he thought he'd have be having to do promotional duties all around the world in the US. Yeah, I, I think he thought he's just going to play music that he writes that has a that serves a purpose in life and becomes a commentary of the yeah. world. So he probably didn't have any understanding of everything else that would come with yeah. being a musician. I think he did actually say he said in um, one interview that he, he only ever really probably actually wanted to make one album and it'd be like the, but the best album ever, and then he wouldn't need to make another album. Yeah. I, I, I understand that. Because yeah, I used yeah. to... Yeah, I used to think when I was younger, like, clearly this would never happen, but if I was a musician, but I'm yeah. not... I'm not in any way at all talented in music at all. I can't sing, I can't play instruments, yeah. I can't do anything. But when I was younger, I thought, oh, it would be nice to be a musician. But what I'll yeah. do is write and record songs for my whole lifetime and release yeah. it after I've died. Yeah. But that's it. So I have one perfect album that's like a yeah. encapula- encapsulates my whole life and all the experience yeah. I've been through. But I don't have to deal with all the shit. Yeah. Because even I guess even as a kid, I realised how shit fame would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember wanting to be in a band when I was a teenager. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't think I ever wanted to be in a band. But, but then I realised I had no musical talent whatsoever. Yeah, I, I always, knew, I always knew I didn't have musical talent. I can't even play the recorder that well. Oh, no, I can play the recorder. I mean, I haven't played it in years, so I probably haven't... I've forgotten. 
but when I played it, I could play that pretty yeah. well. I mean, I haven't played the piano in years either. I, I, to be honest, I actually struggled to keep in timing with the triangle as well. That's <laughs> what I do. <laughs> uh, when, when I had to play a more complicated tune on the piano, I'd write the keys in, the mark, in a black marker pen, yeah. like a whiteboard pen so I could wipe it off afterwards. But like Catch, Fall and Star and all that simple stuff I could do. Yeah. But anything more complicated, I'd have to write on the keys yeah. what they were. <laughs> so basically we're both shit at music. Yeah. Which again, why are we doing this episode? Well, it's more we're about... We're just crushing ourselves, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, we're shit. Anyway, me and Matt both find it every reason, every bit possible that he committed suicide because of the situation he was in, which is what I keep trying to say, Matt, and you keep fucking me over because I'm trying to move on to the next bit because it's been over an hour. <laughs> I'm not Bastard. fucking you over at all. Huh? I'm making good points. I'm making points. About I know, but it's over an hour. We need to move along. Well, you shouldn't have gone on about bloody modern pop stars for so long. <laughs> I couldn't help it. <laughs> you go off one of your rants and then you wonder why it's an hour. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so mm. we find it every bit as reasonable that every bit as reasonable. We think that there's a reason that he would commit suicide in yeah. his, his life. It's It was awful at that time. Yeah. Um, also, it's very fatalistic as well. Fucking hell, Matt. That's a point. His <laughs> dog had recently died as well, Rich. Um, and he's someone, you know, he clearly kind of fell. I've had eight goldfish die on me. I didn't want to kill myself. Dogs are different, though. Yeah, if you, you say connect so. with dogs in the way you don't with goldfish. I wouldn't because I'm allergic. So I can't actually be in the presence of one for too long. What, a dog? Yeah, I'm allergic to everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm allergic to cats as well, but I don't like cats. Cats are just, like, they just stare at you. I remember once I left my bedroom window open and a cat just decided to poke his head in and I was like, what are you doing? Just what are you doing? It's three in the morning, go away. I can't battle. If you come into my room, there's nothing I can do about it because you'll scratch me and you're going to shed hair all over my shit. Not all cats are like that. Yeah, but it will shed hair. Possibly. In my room that I yeah. live in. Yeah, so what do you do to it then? Nothing, it didn't come in in the end. I shooed it away. Yeah, that was fascinating. Right yeah. to the hour. Well, anyway, so he could yeah. have committed suicide, but there's also a theory that he didn't. Yeah. Thank you. It's taken me 20 minutes to say that, but I finally said it. Well, you said it. Yeah, I said <laughs> so it. So tell well, us more. Okay, so Eve withdrew two, £2,800. That's a mm. lot of money. And that was. About, well, two weeks from his disappearance, so about a month, just over a month after the abandoned car was found. That's a lot of money for someone that's just planning to go off, visit the places that he he's fond of, and yeah. then commit suicide. He wouldn't need that much to live off for a month. Yeah. Especially seeing as he was trying to keep a low profile, he's not going to go out and be a big spender. That's the type yeah. of money you take out to start a new life somewhere. Yeah. To pay for plane tickets and then a f- couple of months' rent. Or yeah. pay for a car and then some money to, for someone to stay and some food. That's not the type of money someone that's about to commit suicide withdraws from their bank account. That's a lot of money. Uh, um, yeah, if you're going to commit suicide, I don't, I don't know where you'd withdraw that amount. Another thing is, he's, well, there have been sightings. I don't know how conclusive they are. Probably not conclusive at all. <laughs> but there have been reported sightings of him in loads of different places, like Lanzarote. I was about to say Venezuela for some reason. Lanzarote in India, as well as yeah. a whole host of other places people have claimed to see him. But then again, it could have just been people that look like him, yeah. or they could just be saying it to get attention. So you don't actually know. But I tend to think that's what it's most likely, attention. I just think it's some people just think they've seen them. Like, could look a bit like the guy. Yeah. But then he's not a unique-looking guy. Not really. Well, not at that time as well. I that understand him... Sta- well, actually, how big were Manic Street pe- preachers in India? Lanzarote, <laughs> 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 like, I could probably get, because a lot of youthful people go there to party and stuff. Yeah. So they'll... Especially from Britain... Yeah. So they probably would be familiar with Manic Street Preachers, but how big were they in India? I don't think <laughs> I, I don't think the Indians would really take to them too yeah, well. Yeah, imagine Indians. Or was it a British person that went on holiday to India and said, oh, I saw Richie? The thing about Goa or India is that I can imagine it's the kind of place, India's the kind of place you go if you've like got some kind of crisis in your life. Yeah, but that if he's trying thing. to keep a low profile, he's a white 
He's a Welsh, yeah. white Welsh man in India. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's going to stand out. Yeah. Like, if I went to Equally. India and yeah. I saw a Welsh white man that looked like him, I was like, aren't you, um, aren't you the guy that's supposed yeah. to be dead? Yeah. Look, like, he's, he's, he, if he went to India, that's, I don't know how he would get away with pretending to be dead if he was in yeah. India. My, my trouble with like, this as well, if you're trying to disappear, you, you try and change your appearance. Somehow. That is true. That's also true. How he did? I'm, yeah. I'm always certain of that. So yeah, you wouldn't. How, how they how they noticed him? I'm not sure if, if he was still the same as he was as he as he like left. Yeah. And then, and w- did they actually talk to him? Cause, yeah. I mean, he's not going to get rid of his Welsh accent, is he? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they talked to him. Yeah. Just, I, I just think it's very hard to disappear abroad in a way. I, in a way, just so I'm pretty sure someone someone noticed him going abroad. Especially, well, to be fair, the police, yeah, they didn't really prioritise him his disappearance. Yeah. So I don't know how much of a big deal it would have been him travelling, because yeah. that was the seventeenth was when his Vauxhall Cavalier was found. Doesn't yeah. mean that was the day that he disappeared. Yeah. I mean, he was spotted uh, ten days before that. Who knows? According to this taxi driver, he was doing like his highlights of Wales at this on this day. Mm. So that could have been his last day. He could have yeah. left the day afterwards. So people weren't going to be looking out for him. Still, I'd still feel there'd be some kind of record. Possibly. I mean, how of... good were records? I know they've gotten better mm. airport records and flight records. They've gotten better since nine eleven. But how good were they in nineteen ninety four? Yeah. Also, I'm not sure how big CCTV was back then. And how do we know that he went by plane? I mean, he could have gone by boat, he could have gone by car. Yeah. Yeah, I I was just going on the theory, like, if he he was buying plane tickets and stuff like that, I just feel... He could have bought bought a fake passport. Maybe he he did change his appearance before he left. Yeah, I I, I just... Yeah, he definitely changed his appearance. And how would you be able to notice him, I feel, unless you had... She actually knew him really well, I think. Yeah, I think that's the only way you could notice him. Yeah, and I doubt these people knew him really well. No, they wouldn't have known him personally unless they were family members or close friends. Yeah. They're people that want him to be alive, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, because I'd... I'd, um, Well, there's, like, there's... All these, like, sightings abroad, I think it's much more likely that if he is still alive, he'd be somewhere in, in the UK, I think, personally. I like to think that he's still alive. Just because he took out that money, so I don't think he intended to die. Yeah. And he didn't seem happy with his life. I like to think that he decided to give up on his life and start a new. Yeah. But I want him to be alive. Yeah, cause it was actually interesting. The documentary I was watching that said um, he was, like, interested in doing, like, the perfect disappearance. And mm. someone said, actually, um, that... If he, if he is still alive, he hopes he doesn't decide to, like, come back into, and reveal himself. Because in that way, he, he, he clearly wanted to get away from, like, the world and the fame and stuff like yeah. that. I understand that, because sometimes I want to get yeah. away from the world and I, I'm not even famous. Yeah. I just think it's a bit cruel on his family, that's all. Yeah. If that is the case. But if he's still alive, I think it's, you're being a bit dickish to your family. Yeah, but we don't know what his family relations are like, do we? Well, he seem nice enough. His sister mm-hmm. seems pretty upset that he's gone missing. I guess. I but, then, but then that doesn't make a difference. Like, you can love family, but you don't have to like them. They don't mm. have to... Because you hear about these families that do heinous things, or, like, yeah. a serial killer, but his parents still love him. Yeah. And, they, and hate him at the same time. Yeah. Like, with these... It, I'm not saying his family are horrible, but we don't know what happened in that household growing yeah. up. We don't know if he had a happy childhood. Yeah. All we know is that he was depressed. And he'd been cutting himself for several years. Yeah. And he was angry at the world. It's still a bit harsh on his family, though. Yeah. I think that if you're alive, I'm happy that you got away. I'm hoping... Yeah. yeah. So, you're definitely listening to this, Richie. So, if you are alive, um, I'm happy that you started afresh and you managed to get away from a life that you clearly didn't like. Yeah. And you got to do what you want. You got to make Mm. your perfect album and then leave. Yeah. Yeah. Although what... I'm going to say, personally, I think he's dead, though. Yeah, I do, too. <laughs> I don't want him to be dead. I mean, yeah. the £2,800, I, I like to think that that's a sign of him still being alive, but that is the only sign. Yeah. That he could po- that's the only reason that he could be, probably be alive. 
But I don't know. He could have easily just given that to charity. That could have been all the money he had. We don't know. Yeah. And he decided he's going to give it away before he dies. Because after he dies, I don't know if you know about this, listeners, there's this thing called inheritance tax. So when your parents die and leave you their goods, you're going to have to deal with the government taking your money. Yeah. I yeah, have so, to deal with that. Yeah, I know. It's a bullshit tax. Yeah. Why should we pay inheritance tax? That is not anything to do with the government. Your families or whoever is leaving you the inheritance have already paid tax on that money when they earned it. Yeah. I just, I just, like, you, you get taxed because your parents have the temerity to die. Yeah. I mean, that's a bit harsh, so, isn't it? So basically, if mm. I know that I'm going to die, like, before I die, I'm going to be signing over all my assets to people. Yeah. So they don't have to pay inheritance tax. So, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's why he took out the money. I'm going back on point because I realise yeah. how long this is. I'm going back on point. So maybe that's real. That's why. Maybe he took out all the money. That could be every penny he has to give it to someone before he killed himself. Yeah. Oh, so, so you're, I, you're actually quite a nice person. Who, me? Yeah. Shh. <laughs> People yeah. can't know this, Matt. People can't know this. I'm just going to make one more point about him as well. Okay. He he happened to be 27 when he died. Oh, I was going to make that point. Quite um, um, important age for like rock musicians dying because like yeah. Hendrix, uh, Janis Joplin, Kurt Cobain, who they died. Amy Winehouse. Yeah, Amy Winehouse. Who there's else? a lot. There's, yeah, there's the thing others, is, isn't there? the thing is, there's not not an excessive amount. It's just happens to be that age. There yeah. are plenty just, of people that die at other ages as well. Yeah, it, it just happens to have happened enough. And to, yeah. the big, to the bigger, like, the more talented ones. No, but I think it's also because they're still fairly young at 27. Yeah. So people make a point of remembering that number. Like, if someone died, if there's, like, 10 people that died at the age of 50, no one's actually going to... Well, people yeah. are going to care, but that's middle age. 27, yeah. that's their youth. That's their prime. So, yeah. They, so there is speculation that it could be part of the 27 club curse. Yeah. So it could have been that. Could have been. He could, he could, if he'd like, um, I think there's an idea that he might, you know, some people do it deliberately sometimes. That they, they want to be, like, die at 27. They want to die young, some people. Mm. Some of those, like, rock musicians, it's part of the whole fame side of it. Possibly. Possibly they know that they've peaked or they know that they've done the best work they're going to do. Yeah. Like, especially musicians. They spend their whole life working on their first album. And then yeah. they, they, they have to shit out a second and a third one. Yeah. Because it's part of their record deal. So, yeah, I don't think I could be a musician, even if I was any way musically talented. Probably not all it's cracked up to be in some ways. No, I, I think... Well, like, you'd still love to write great songs, though. I'd like to be talented, as yeah. musically talented. <laughs> no, I'd like, I like any sort of musical talent whatsoever, but I wouldn't want to be a famous musician. I, I, I would keep it to myself, probably, and go busking on the yeah. streets of London or something like that. To be honest, I'd like to be talented in general. You know? That's also a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, great help. <laughs> you know what we are good at? What? Talking for over an hour about something yeah. that we have no, no clue about. <laughs> yeah. Because we literally didn't do any research on yeah. this. <laughs> we decided to do it about, what was it, 20 minutes, half yeah. an hour before we recorded. I still think, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think you even know that much about the band. <laughs> Me, I, I actually, because you <laughs> wanted to do the section of the band. I actually have, like, a shit ton of notes on the band, but you wanted to do it, so I let you do it. I didn't say I just uh, wanted to do it, I just said... Uh, you said you'll do it, and I was like, oh, okay then. I didn't think we needed to go on about them that much. <laughs> yeah, but you ended important. up going on about them that much. God, it took you forever me, to make the usual. working class point. <laughs> anyway, so... I just wanted to drive it home. Okay, anyway, so listeners, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah. So, basically, this guy disappeared, right? And they That's haven't it. found That's him. It. And they haven't found him. Oh, we forgot one point. He was declared dead. Oh, no, well, presumed yeah. dead. No, he, oh, no. dead. Yeah, presumed dead. He, his family didn't want to declare him dead. They had the option to in 2002, and they declined. But he was officially presumed dead on the 23rd of November 2008. Again, that's just so they could sort out inheritance and stuff like that. Yeah, because he must have ended up getting a shit ton of royalties. Yeah. Because so they, when you they, die, when you die, that's yeah. probably like the best market employee ever. Yeah. Because whenever someone dies, their stock goes right up. Yeah. Like Elvis is making a shit ton of money every year. Yeah. And well, Lisa he, he's Marie still Pre alive, isn't he? 
There's rumours that he's still alive. There's rumours yeah. that Michael Jackson is still alive. Anyway, this guy is presumed dead at this point in time. So he's either dead and he committed suicide, or he's either alive or he got yeah. struck by the Club 27 curse. Yeah. So he's the either... truth is, the truth is, the police are shit because they should have dragged that river to find the bloody body, shouldn't they? Um, it even moved on quite a while. He no, no, no. They the should have done it. Then. They should have done it when they thought he jumped off the bridge. Not now. Yeah, but they they didn't they didn't take his like they thought he was going to come back. Yeah, but yeah, I guess he it's was sort of a rock musician. But but once they found the car and they assumed that he had killed himself, they should have dragged the river. That's all I'm saying. So we would have moved on though by the time they realised that. We'd yeah, have been possibly. In the sea by then. Possibly. So so he could pop up alive, or he could pop yeah. up dead. Or some remains of him might be found at some point. Who knows? Yeah. So it's a nice last nice lasted nice lighthearted yeah. episode, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure. I'm sorry if you're disappointed that we did not do the. Um, I've forgotten what we were supposed to do. Chemtrails. <laughs> the chemtrails episode or the lighthearted chat on ISIS, but we liked yeah. depressing shit. All right, so we wanted to pick a guy that disappeared. Yeah. Basically, I thought it was more interesting than the topic that Matt picked, which was correct. I was yeah. correct. I'm always correct, really. Mm. So maybe I yeah. should just pick every topic from now on. <laughs> we both hope he's alive, though. We both hope he's alive. I hope he's alive somewhere, and he's managed to run away from his life that he found so disappointing, and mm. is in a happier place right now. Maybe yeah. right, Maybe he's a music school teacher or something. Actually, no, he was not good at music. <laughs> maybe maybe he's got a pen name and he's a songwriter in London. Who knows? I don't know. I'm just guessing he's a recluse. Somewhere yeah. in Wales, I think. Possibly, possibly. But who knows? I'm, I'm, I hope he's alive. I don't think maybe he is. I hope he's alive. Somewhere. That's what the don't speak is, ill of the possible dead, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking ill of the Welsh. Not anyway, the I hope possible. he's alive. And if you are, yeah. and Richie, if you're alive, you can email us at the Dork Seduction at gmail that's it the dork seduction at gmail.com yeah, or you could facebook us or you could tweet us or you could website us yeah because he's he's gonna get in contact with us before his family yeah. and yeah, 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 yeah. The get in contact with us richie and give us suggestions of what we should do for the next episode <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have a situation like this again yeah <laughs> where we have to shit together a, a last minute episode because the one that matt wanted to do sucked I'm I think we should do Elvis or something next Maybe time. Maybe at some point, yeah, we should probably do Elvis. Yeah. But you know what? I'm just going to tell you my thoughts on that right now before we do the Elvis episode. He's dead. How dare you? There's no way He's someone would alive, fake though. their He's death like that. Rock and roll. Yeah. Anyway. He, he could have hid down the toilet or something. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> anyway, it's been a very long episode that I'm going to hate editing. Yeah. So I'm going to say goodbye. Off Widson or whatever it is in German. What? Off Widson? Au revoir. Yeah. Au that, revoir. That's French, you idiot. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> I can say that better. Au revoir. Yeah, or adios. Similar bush. What's that? Mm, shut your fucking face. There's no need for that kind of language. Right. Bye bye. I'm stopping now. <laughs>